Welcome to the Imperfect Leader Podcast. I'm Scott Neal, your host. Today, we have Matt Thomas, Director of Camp Kale in Hertford, North Carolina. Matt, it is great to have you on the podcast. It's great today. to be here. Yeah, glad you are. Well, let's jump right into uh, some questions I have for you today to okay. get to know you a little bit more and introduce you to our audience. Uh, tell us a little bit about your family, and then we'll get into Camp Kale. All right. Um, I'm married to Christy. She is a school counselor at Camden Middle School. Super proud of her and all that she's doing there. Uh, really able to uh, reach uh, children and uh, young people on many different levels and, and help them out. So she's doing a wonderful job there. Um, I have four children. Wow. Uh, my oldest is uh, 26, and yeah. he lives in uh, Tampa, Florida, married. Uh, first grandchild came about seven months ago. Congratulations. Uh, he is actually an a internal auditor. Um, so he's a, a CPA, so proud of him. I don't have yeah. to worry about taking care of him, <laughs> so that's good. good. Um, I have three daughters. Uh, my oldest one turns 20 tomorrow, actually, and she goes to NC Wesleyan. Uh, I have a daughter that's graduating uh, from Perquimans High School uh, at the end of this month, mm -hmm. so that's exciting. And then I have a 7-year-old. All right. So I have them spread out you throughout, sure and it, it keeps me young. So you've got a grandson, granddaughter? Grandson. Grandson and a 7-year-old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And I'm sure they keep you quite busy. Yes, sir. Great. That's for sure. How long have you been married, Matt? Uh, 20... Oh, that's a great question. Uh -oh. Thanks for putting me on the spot. Uh, 21 years. 21 years. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you are the director of Camp Kale, located in Hertford, North Carolina. So tell us a little bit about Camp Kale, because I know a lot of people who are listening to this podcast have no idea what it is. Right. They don't even know where Hertford is. So <laughs> uh, I can't believe anybody would not know where Hertford right. is. But give us a little uh, kind of image of Camp Kale, what you guys are doing there. So it is a beautiful place uh, about 76 acres on the Perquimans River it opens up into the Albemarle Sound um, so in about 1961 the Chowan Baptist Association decided that they were going to uh, try to go into camping uh, the Kale family hence the name uh, gave the land and in about 1963 the first camp started so uh, it was cut out of the the hardwoods and right there on the river and and through the years it has developed uh, for about the past uh 10 years um, we've kind of turned the corner in what we've done in the past six years we've really developed a lot further so a lot of people think they know what Camp Kale is but right. if you haven't been out there in the last probably two to three years you would have no idea yeah, so uh, I agree I've been out there we had a uh, our church went out there one one uh, weekend and did a baptism yes sir out there and we played some games and had a great time and I was actually quite impressed with just all the things that are offered there. I also went out there again and did some teaching for e ECSU, right? And a leadership development course there. And again, the facilities were great. Yeah. So each year we develop a little bit more. Yeah. And uh, so in the past six years, uh, well, about six years ago, we built the new conference center. Uh, so I guess it's not new anymore. But right. we can seat about 400 people in the conference center there, and about 240 around tables. And then in the past, actually in October, uh, we finished a new bunkhouse mm -hmm. uh, that can sleep uh, 46 people. Okay. So we're excited about that, and this will be the first summer that we get to use the new bunkhouse. So yeah. we are trying to go from um, – we're still trying to be rustic without being rusty. Right. And so right. Uh, we have developed a whole lot, and we have uh, potentially uh, actually – uh, gotten better each time. Mm -hmm. each now, year. who typically uh, uses Camp Kale the most? Is it churches, businesses, both, or is both. it open to anybody? It's, it's open to anybody okay. as long as they can respect our faith stance. Sure. Um, and so, what we do is uh, we do six weeks of summer camp. Uh, we're going to do six weeks this summer. 
Um, it's open to anybody. Uh, it's more a, we are a residential summer camp. Okay. And so a lot of people, when they see summer camp, they don't quite understand what that means because a lot of people use that label nowadays. Okay. Uh, but we are a residential summer camp. So, so what they, sets you apart is they that can they stay come, there. They stay there. All night. And, yes. and there's nice bunk houses for the, Correct. For the people. And so we do a week at a time. Kid comes in on, uh, our camper comes in on Sunday afternoon and they stay till Friday. Okay. And uh, we have counselors, uh, college-age students. Uh, so Now, is this a church that might rent it out for the week? No, this or is actually this, programming that we oh, So we you guys run. offer this. Yes. So it's not a church putting it on. No. You guys are putting we it put on. on the, we put on six weeks it. of summer camp with okay. our own programming, right. our own counselors. Now, how long have you been doing this six weeks of summer camp? Uh, well, we, we kind of go back and forth on how many weeks we do mm-hmm. um, based upon what we can do. Okay. Um, last year, we were in a, a building phase a little bit, so it kind of right. cut some stuff down a little bit for us. Um, but we've been doing this um, actually probably 12 years now. Oh, excellent. Yeah. What does a typical day look like for a camper when you guys offer camp for them? What does that look like? Well, get up about 740. Okay. Uh, we try to clean up the, the different cabins. Um, we go out to the flagpole and uh, sing a couple of crazy songs, try yeah. to get everybody awake. Right. Uh, then go to breakfast. Uh, we actually do all of our eating pretty much outside under a pavilion. Uh, nice breeze blowing off the river, just mm-hmm. watching the sun it is come up out there. and watching the mullet jump in yeah. the river. So uh, a lot of neat things that happen. Um, then after breakfast, uh, this year we're going into worship. And so we do have two times of worship uh, during the camp day. Now, is the worship something you guys provide, or do you bring in bands? Or We bring in people? speakers. Okay. Uh, for Children's Week, we mainly do uh, more uh, videos and lyric videos. Right. Um, it's kind of hard to get uh, full bands for our sure. Children's Weeks. But for our Teen Week, we have one Teen Week um, that we do bring in a band for. Okay, so out of the six, there's one of those weeks yes. that's focused on teens. Yes, sir. Great. Yes, sir. All right. Um, so then after that, we do track times, um, and uh, we usually do two, two tracks in the morning. One track is for uh, individuals that get to kind of choose what they want to do. We have uh, rifle, archery, trap shooting, uh, low ropes. Um, we have uh, swimming, canoeing, kayaking. A lot of different activities, field games. Um, and then what we do, our second track of the day is we go back into more of our cabin groups and we do some more competitions. Yeah. And then we go to lunch. And then after lunch, we do a little bit of rest time because we're all pretty worn out by imagine. then, kind of regroup. Then after uh, our rest time, we do what we call battle for the paddle. And so we kind of do point system. And through that, at the end of the week, we decide or – According to the point system, uh, who wins the paddle? And at the end of the week, we actually have a paddle hmm. that the campers sign, and we put it up in our snack shop. So year after year, they can come back and see uh, their name on that paddle. Yeah. Uh, then the afternoon, we open up the river, have some free time, and uh, dinner, another time of worship. And then usually we have some kind of different activity in the evening, a lot of campfires and so forth. Um, and then probably about... 8 30 9 o'clock we start gearing down a little bit everybody takes showers heads yeah. to bed and, right and uh, hopefully i'm in bed by about <laughs> 12 30 <laughs> one o'clock <laughs> well, that, that sounds like an exciting day yes, and a sir. very filled day yes, sir. yeah so i'm sure the kids are exhausted by the time yes, they get sir. to the end of that week well, we're hoping that we wear them out enough that yeah. they'll actually sleep right now you're there each day of, yes, the, of the camp all six weeks all six weeks wow. yeah. yeah so during the summertime uh, it's uh it's pretty intense. Yeah. Well, I would imagine a lot of the growth uh, that Camp Kelly has seen is, is a result of, of your leadership there, being the director of that. 
because uh, I know that, you know, many things rise and fall on, on right. the leader. So right. with your expertise and passion to make it successful, I'm sure it has seen a lot of of growth. So congratulations well, thank you, sir. Uh, to that. Yes. So it's awesome to see. I see more and more posts from Camp Kale on, right. on, on social media. Um, you know, I've been here 18 years at Forest Park, and I have seen a lot more about Camp Kale over the last few years. And that's right. as a direct result of your leadership there and, and getting the name out. So, right. so it's an awesome uh, camp. I've been there, as I mentioned, several times. It's beautiful. Every time I go, there are improvements made. Yes, sir. I think any parent would be happy, you know, to have their kids a part of that and would be an awesome experience for them to get outdoors, oh, learn some absolutely. things that, you know, sometimes today with our technological advancements some kids stay inside a lot right and you guys get them out exactly and they would have an awesome week there so hey congratulations on that now how did how did you actually become the director is this something you wanted to become years ago or did it fall into your lap or what's it, it pretty much fell into my lap okay. i was uh i've been in and out of the uh elizabeth city area uh, for uh probably going on about 18 years now okay um but um i was the uh had actually moved away and had come back uh, to be the pastor at Riverside Baptist Church over in the Weeksville area, near right. the Coast Guard Base. Sure. And uh, some things happened down at Camp Kale, and uh, they needed somebody to step in and be the interim. So our association asked me if I would be the interim uh, director of Camp Kale. And so I went out there, and I was a pastor at the same time. And uh, so I spent some time as the interim, and, and then when my time was up, um, they were looking for a full-time director. I went back to the, the pastorate, and I just could not get over the feeling of, of being that camp director. Wow. So you, and so it, it, it kind of fit who of, I was. Yeah, almost a sense of calling. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. So that means you take your job, obviously, very seriously. Yes, sir. Because you, you gave up being a, a full-time pastor at Correct. a church in order to leave this. So you see this— uh, directing Camp Kale is like a ministry. Oh, it is. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So I've I've been in vocational ministry for about twenty seven years, yeah. and so it it is not a um, something that was a different job. It is still vocational ministry. Yeah. How many kids do you impact over the over the I don't know if we say over the year or because it's more than just the six weeks of camp. Correct. Yeah. So Correct. How many kids and and adults? I don't know exactly how what well, all the ages are out there, but. Well, we're, we're looking at, for this summer, to do about 500 campers. Okay. And so we'll be able to do that. One of the neat things that we have done lately, and it's just uh, within the past eight months now, we have partnered with Dream Hunting and Fishing, okay. uh, which is uh, run by Terry Boyce. And, uh, now, where this, is this located? Now, this is in Elizabeth City. Okay. And uh, what we, are, we actually got a grant um, through the North Carolina Community Foundation. And what will happen is, and again, it's part of our summer, but about 15 sessions this summer on Saturdays, uh-huh. so I get no time off. I can imagine. <laughs> um, each Saturday, they're going to bring about 20, uh, 20 to 30 kids down to Camp Kale to experience archery, fishing, or low ropes activities. And these are actually um, underprivileged or underserved children that okay. would not have this opportunity to go and, and spend uh, time outdoors. Uh, most of them are from the Elizabeth City area, and sometimes when we think of kids coming um, from Elizabeth City, you don't think of inner city. Right. But even though you've you know ten miles they'll be out in the country, they can't get ten miles yeah. to be in the country. Yeah. So they'll come out, and some volunteers, and actually a lot of our sheriff's departments and police departments are coming out and kind of being mentors during those times and helping them baiting hooks, spending time with them, helping them go through the low ropes course. So through that program, we're actually looking at serving about 700 kids 
during those 15 different uh, That's amazing, activities. Man. So, That's amazing. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure you have paused many times and, and looked back on your decision to become the director of Camp Kale. And uh, I'm sure you've had times, and we'll, <laughs> we'll get into this in a minute, just some of the challenges. You know, you've had times where it's been probably very challenging and you thought, Correct. did I make the right decision? But, uh, you know, looking at it now, you're impacting 700 plus kids this year. Uh, more than likely you would have not had that kind of impact on, right. on kids had you stayed in the pastorate. So the decision has led you to be able to impact a lot more kids. Yes, sir. And I just want to say thank you as another well, community you. leader. You know, thank you for your, your time and dedication and willingness uh, to step away from what, you know, was somewhat of a secure position right. to take on something that, as you mentioned, had its own challenges at that time. And you were having to say no to a church and yes to something that was a little bit, um, you know, not clear, a little right. fuzzy in right. what was going to, what would the future look like? And you've done a great job. Thank so, you. yeah, thank you for that. And I, I pray that it continues to grow. And hopefully, you know, things like the podcast and, and other uh, avenues and social media will expose you guys to more and more people. And you, you'll be up to a thousand, you know, kids in a year or yeah, so be great. And, and continue. Well, as I mentioned, I know you, you have some challenges in your leadership and right. I lead and you lead and the people we have on the podcast are community leaders, whether they're a pastor of a church or a business owner or something of that nature. So what are a few of the uh, challenges that you have faced in the last few years in trying to, you know, turn Camp Kale around somewhat and, and uh, build and all the different things you guys have done there to to expand. What, what are some of the challenges that Matt's had to face as the director? Well, it's, it's interesting because when you go into ministry in, in those type areas, you don't think that you'll be uh, doing buildings, buying land, selling land. Right. Um, so it's a lot of different. It's been very diverse and a lot of things that I've had to learn on the fly, uh, trying to figure out, all right, what is the best? How do we best do these things? Um, with our building um some of the different elements is the infrastructure being down in a very rural area and trying to support um, 80 to 90 campers for a week and having the water and the, and the sewage and, yeah. and it's all those things to try to figure out and, and uh, working with our county, which are, they've done really good for sure. us, but it's still a challenge because sure. it's, it's hard to get the infrastructure that we need. So we have to pretty much do our own wells, our own septic. So just the infrastructure challenge to run a camp down yeah. in that area of the county has been uh, tough. So again, it's the New Hope area. Right. Um, and one of the things is that is interesting in that we're too close for some of our, our area churches to want to come to us during the summer because they want to go away. Sure. But we're too far away for daily activities. Right. And so we're kind of, I, th- I think sometimes if we were five miles closer to 17, right. we'd have more people coming and, and using us. Well, I mean, that's a question. How, how far is it actually? How long would it take to drive from where we are here in Elizabeth City to Camp Kale? Uh, I think it took me about 25 minutes to okay. get here today. So, so that, it's not, not and not it's one of those things that once you're there, you can kind of put everything else aside. Yeah. And so you, I think it's far enough out, you know, right. that you, you kind of lose sight of the city and you're, mm-hmm. you're kind of out there. You really do feel as if you are just in the woods. I right. mean, you're just out in, you know, in the country. It's just a beautiful experience, a yes, very sir. relaxing environment there. So, yeah, so that's a that's a challenge. And now when you went to Camp Kale and you began directing, did you know about the the the, 
the future plans of building, or did that evolve over time? That or? evolved at, over time. We did have uh, a plan for a conference center, uh, but because of the infrastructure and because of finances, mm-hmm. uh, we kind of had to replan and redo some things. So we kind of uh, took an approach where um, we kind of divided and conquered. So the original plans for this great big um, building with that included lodging, so we had to kind of go with a um, conference center first, and then with a bunkhouse separate. And again, that kind of went into our infrastructure plans. Yeah. And then with finances, okay, what can we do with the finances that we have? Yeah. It's, now, where do those finances come from? Is it just from the campers, or is there also money set aside from your association, or is it a mixture of both? Our associ- I know you mentioned grants, yes. too. Our association does very well for us, but we actually have our own separate budget. Okay. So we do not uh, – if. Uh, church wants to give to us they have to designate funds for us okay so we receive funds from from churches again they have to be designated for us specifically um rentals um uh, we do uh, besides summer camp again that's that's our our biggest uh avenue of uh, income Um, but we have never turned a child away for financial reasons So we provide scholarships for them, or we'll find a way for a child to come to camp if they really want to come. That's great. What do you have on your radar right now as far as continued expansion, if you could talk about that? I don't oh, know yes. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, maybe like what would Camp Kale look like possibly five years from today or ten years from today? Five years from today. Yeah. Um, well, I'd like to see two more bunkhouses. Okay. Uh, the possibility for a uh, second bunkhouse is very real. Uh, there is some money in a capital campaign. I'm, I'm trying to work on one or two maybe major donors. And yeah. uh, we do so have if someone's listening and, and they yes. just have a few hundred thousand dollars sitting exactly. around and they're just looking for a exactly. place to spend it. <laughs> Camp Camp would be a great place. Right? Yes. And okay. I will put the name on the building. <laughs> <laughs> right. We can put their name right on it. That's yeah. exactly right. So uh, a second bunkhouse. Um, and then uh, that, you know, if it would go perfectly, I'd love to break ground in September on that. Oh, good. And so I don't know if that'll happen. Now, you but, mentioned uh, 78 acres. Uh, how much of that is actually being used now as far as the bunkhouses and the conference center? I assume you have plenty of room right. to, to build. Right. Our yeah. main our main campus uh, is probably about 10 acres that's cleared. Okay. Uh, we have a lot more activity. So probably we use, um, I'd say, about 50% mm-hmm. of our acreage right now. Yeah. So you still got plenty of room. Still have plenty of room. 30 acres or so. Yes, sir. That's great. Yes, sir. Well, what it, what is a current challenge maybe right in front of you now that maybe you're working on this week or this month it could be just a you know just one of those uphill climbs for you right Right. now well as we go into summer camp i need counselors um one of the things that uh we have found out is that i need counselors and they have to be 18 Um, i can't run background checks on anybody under 18 so we used to have more high school students that would come in be counselors but uh with the kind of camp that we are and and uh uh, liability and just making sure that everybody is safe. I, I really need to run background checks on people. Right. Um, so uh, we're working on counselors. How, you, how do you get the word out? I mean, other than um, things like well, this. Well, we go and we, we send out to uh, colleges, uh, Facebook, reach out to people. So we do some recruiting. Okay. Um, male counselors are our hardest to get. All right. And so uh, if there's a guy out there, 18 sure. to 25 years old, that really loves the Lord and wants to make an impact on the lives of children, and the other thing is it's a seven-week commitment, right. and uh, it does pay. Uh, base pay is $200. Uh, okay. if, you're a, um, if you have a lifeguard certification, it's $50 a week extra. And uh, if you're returning, we try to give you a little bit mm-hmm. more to come back. Right. Um, so, 
And all that money, and I hate to say it's all about money, but you bank all that. You sure. don't have any expenses when you come for the summer because we feed you, we put you up. Okay. Um, you just got to get there. Yeah. So when a person signs up to become a counselor, they're there for the seven weeks. That's correct. They don't sign up for three of the weeks no. or anything like that. Okay. No, because consistency is the key sure. for this. You're building relationships right. with these kids. Right. And then, we, you know, we have a, a bunch of um, well, our activities have an element of risk, but it's controlled risk. Yeah. And so we need all of our counselors to understand how exactly to run of all of our programs. Mm-hmm. And if we have people coming and going, then there may be something that slips by and, and we just need them to all be right. focused. When you say you need counselors, how many do you need? Um, like where are you now versus how many you actually need? Right, I've got um, right now um, we've got five guys and five girls under contract. Um, I could use uh, nine of each. Okay. So I could take uh, um, four more guys and four more girls. And you may have already mentioned this, but when is your first week of camp? Uh, it starts um, – that's a great question. With my, with my numbers, <laughs> with my weeks in front of me. Um, our first mini week is uh, June the 9th. Okay. So you've got until June 9th. And I, I assume that right. you don't have to have them all in – I guess you do have to have We do them need to have them all in place. And we actually right. – our training week is before that. Okay. Um, so they have to come – I think it's June the 3rd. Okay. So before June the third, we need everybody in place. Again, we we'll, want we'll to, put a link on, okay. on the podcast as far Great. as how to contact you. I assume they contact you directly. Yes, sir. Uh, do you yes, have? Uh, we'll go ahead and mention it now, and then we'll put a link. Your website. Yes. Is there an application on the, sure on the is. website? Campkale dot com. That's uh, easy. Real simple. Yeah. And uh, actually, when you go to uh, campkale dot com, you click on counselors. Okay. And when you click on counselor, it'll say uh, staff application. All right. And Kale C A L E. Yes, sir. Camp Kale. Okay.com. Yes. Easy to follow. Yes, All right. sir. Well, we hope there's somebody listening that, you know, can can jump in there and become a counselor, maybe maybe more than one. All right. Um, let me let's talk about Matt a little bit okay. more than just what you do. Let's talk about you you as a person. Um, what, what what are you good at doing? I think we've already heard some of the things you're good at doing, but what, what do you see yourself gifted in doing? It's something you just love. Right. Because um, I know there are things you do as the director you don't necessarily enjoy. You right. gotta do it. It comes with a job. But what, what do you love doing? I love to plan. I love to organize. I love to be able to come up and be creative in that planning process. One of the things, and even with our theme of summer camp this year is uh, Join the Journey. Okay. And we're looking at John 14, 6, where Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Right. And so we're going off kind of an adventure theme. And that's kind of the areas that I really get excited about, yeah. planning those themes out. Um and, and trying to uh, design the theme of the camp. So those are one of the things that really kind of gets my creative juices yeah. flowing. It's one of those things that, you know, with all the different things, because, you know, sometimes I, I have a plunger in my hand right. <laughs> during summer camp. and Very similar to a pastor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it's, it's nice to be able to be creative, yeah. to go out into the camp and say, um, this is what we can do. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm one of those people, I, I believe I'm a visionary, and I just don't think it. When I walk out onto the campus, I can actually see where that building would be, yeah. where that next activity would be, what it would look like to have a gym, right. what it would look like to have um, a professional high ropes course. Yeah, that's great. And so to be able to – so that – I'm a little bit of a dreamer. Yeah. I would like to say maybe more visionary too. Sure, so sure. Um, now, do you you mentioned about planning? Like you come up with themes for the for the for the camp weeks. Yes. Uh, do you have a team of people that, who you get with to come up with these themes? Is this something you're working on? Most of the time, it's something that I'm I'm yeah. working on. Yeah. Um, we uh, at some point would uh, we used to have a program director. Mm-hmm. Um, we have that position available. We just don't have anybody who has filled that position yet. Okay. 
Um, so that's one of a. Uh, if you want to call what another a program struggle, director would do. Yes, this plan the uh, camp. So you're filling that in um, because of the absence of that position, right? To now. some extent, yeah. uh, they would help me carry that stuff out yeah. and uh, to be able to to graphically put together some of those things. I have a great operations manager who does a lot of our, our graphics and and so forth, but. A program director would help us to be able to flesh out some of my ideas. Sure. And so, uh, again, as a leader, I like to come up with the ideas yeah. and, and kind of give them to my team yeah. and let them kind of run with it. And then during also in training week, um, I give guidance to my counselors, but I kind of let them have some say into, okay, how are we going to do our campfires? How are we going to do um, our flagpoles? What are we going to do during our cabin devotions? Um Again, I want to hear their ideas so that I can make sure that we're, we're doing things appropriately. Sure. Um, but again, they need to have some creative control over it also. Yep. Well, stepping outside of Camp Kale, um, let's imagine that uh, your bills were paid, your family were fed, you know, all the you know, financial burdens were lifted from you. Uh, what, what would you do for the rest of your life if you could for free? What would I do for yeah. the rest of my life for yeah. free? It's like, what is it that just makes oh, Matt wow. sing? You know, if you didn't have to worry about all the, whether it could be building a church or starting a nonprofit or right. travel, you yeah. know, who knows? What, um, what? I've had the opportunity not too long ago to uh, actually go to another camp, uh, Camp Bahamas uh, in okay. Eleuthera. And Where? Uh, Where in Eleuthera, okay. the island of Eleuthera. Okay. Uh, and it's called Camp Bahamas. And, uh, I think I would like to do something like that, yeah. uh, you know, still stay in the camp area. Okay, so you're in your sweet spot. I am. Yeah, I am. this is not just something you do. No. You know, you know, people sometimes take a job and then they fall in love with it. Right. But you really do love yes. what you do. It's yes. in your sweet spot. So right. you would just maybe move locations from <laughs> Hertford to the Bahamas. Well, right? maybe not. You know, I really enjoy, so yeah. I'm not right. looking to go anywhere. Yeah. But uh, So what did, kind of camp is there? What did you see? It's, it's very interesting in that – Camp is camp, no matter if it's on the Perquimas River or it's on an island in the Bahamas. Yeah. You know, you still have a lot of the same problems, a lot of the yeah. same trying to get counselors. Um, again, the same uh, function to be able to share Christ and, and uh, help kids to uh, have adventures and activities and, and really enjoy um, their relationship with the Lord and with each other. Yeah. Now, this camp in the Bahamas, is this a part of the association to, that you're a part of, or was this independent? Or It is actually a friend of mine, Andy Lawrenson, who is the uh, mission and mobilization pastor at Nags Head, okay. um, uh, kind of said, hey, Matt, let's let's go and and, uh, and look at this. And I, we're trying to get a sister partnership uh, with this camp to have yeah. a sister camp. Uh, we've helped them out a little bit already, uh, but it's something that uh, I'd like to see us kind of partner with a little bit more long term. So. Again, a, a great mission opportunity for churches to go down. Uh, to uh, Does it look similar to you? I don't mean the, the actual look of it, but I mean as far as their activities. It they does. Do a lot of the same things it you guys does. do here. They do. Uh, Reaching so, the kids of the islands? Right. Or how does right. that work? And actually a lot of their uh, outreach is to uh, the island of Nassau. Yeah. And so they, yeah, so they bring yeah. in uh, kids from uh, Nassau to Eleuthera, yeah. and uh, they're able to uh, um, to minister them. So uh, – I believe if you went online and, and uh, looked up Camp Bahamas, uh, Richard Alberry yeah. is the director there. Uh, actually, came out of Liberty University uh -huh. and uh, has been there for a long time and and uh, had that passion on his heart. So it was, it was neat to find another camp director with a passion that really just 
you know, I think we're a little bit crazy, camp yeah. directors. Uh, <laughs> but I ha- just have that passion for kids. And yeah, for it would, I would be very curious to see what, you know, 10 or 12 of you guys got together for lunch, what you would all talk about, <laughs> you know. Right. Talk about camps and, and, and maybe the newest activities and, that's right. and rope games and everything yeah. else that come along with it. Well, that's great. I, I had no idea. You know, there's no way I would know. But very interesting. I never thought about the Bahamas having a camp like that. Right. So that's very cool. That's great. Well, uh, describe for me, Matt, your, your, your day off. When you get a day off. Today What's is a, my day oh, off. I come uh, to Forest Park Church and do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your favorite thing to do. Yeah. What, what would be a perfect day off for you? A uh, perfect day off yeah. would probably be head down to the beach with the family yeah. and just kind of unplug the phone, turn it off. Now, does all your family love the beach? Uh, not to the extent <laughs> that I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, my girls do. Yeah. Uh, they really do like it. Um, but, uh, but then the other thing I really like it, and it doesn't maybe sound relaxing, but, uh, one of the best things that I have for me down in my camp is a T one ninety Bobcat, mm. uh, skid steer. Yeah. And so just to be able to jump in that little skid steer and, and go into the woods and, and uh, move tree stumps and, and uh, do a little bit of land preparation yeah. and, and so forth and, and just kind of so get away you, from it, it all. your entire life is spent pretty much outside. Pretty much. Yeah, even if you lot. had a day off, you'd still be outside. Yeah. <laughs> I really love especially yeah. this time of the year oh, when, yeah. when, it's uh, when it's not raining, yeah. uh, just to be able to get outside. And, hey, well, that's a great question. What do you guys do if you have that seven weeks? And, I mean, it is yes. just – I'm sure you've had many days that right. it's been downpours or right. thunderstorms we, or whatever. We actually have a rainy day plan. Okay. Uh, we have rainy day plan one and rainy yeah. day plan two. Right. And uh, hopefully we can at least get outside on day three. Um, but if it's not thundering and lightning, um, then we're outside playing in the rain. Yeah. And so that's, you know, again, outside. Uh, being that's the whole idea of going to, to camp exactly, anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah. To experience uh, nature in its full force. Right. So a day off for you would be sitting around the beach, just relaxing in the I sun, so, or out yeah. in the woods, uh, tearing down some trees, exactly, or, or moving some <laughs> junk out of the way, or whatever. That's great. Hey, what what do you never get tired of eating? Oh, what do I never yeah. get tired of eating? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm not sure if I have an answer for it, but um, chocolate chip milkshakes. <laughs> I mean, from where? From cookout. Oh man! Now, good, and maybe not close second, but when Chick Fil A came out with that key lime pie, that, that key I've lime not had that frozen. Yet. Oh, you need to have oh, one. Yeah. I love milkshakes. Um, you know, I, I kind of had to sneak those in <laughs> because you know I've, I've I would probably drink one about every day if yeah. I could. But. I love the milkshakes from Five Guys too. Okay. If you've never had one, you should get. I one. haven't. They are I excellent. They're Oreo milkshake from Five Guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a religious experience. There you go. You got to go get it. So milkshakes. Hey, uh, here's a question I love to ask people, and um, rarely are we prepared to answer it, but it, 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 it's something I think about a lot, and I love to talk to guests about it. If you could sit down uh, with someone uh, in the present or past, someone who maybe has, has passed on now, they're no longer with us, and you could enjoy a meal with that person. Um, who would that person be where, you, where Matt could just sit down with this person and just say, hey, I just got some questions. I want right. to pick your brain or reminisce. Okay. It could be a family member. It could right. be a person from history. It could be an author that you just love or a musician or right. whatever. Uh, who would that person be and, and why? I really think it would be C.S. Lewis. Mm. 
um, C.S. Lewis just has this great way of being able to put things so succinctly. Yeah. A really great theology and a different way of looking yeah. at things, but at the same time had this creative imagination and yeah. being able to create whole new worlds and, and being able to show story and, and, and yeah. characters and develop characters that we know and love today. But again, having those experience and being in that academia yeah. without at the same time being so ivory tower that yep. he couldn't relate to yeah. people. On yeah. the, what a great answer. I mean, C.S. Lewis would be a fascinating conversation. Yeah. I think I would walk in, if I had that, that meal with him, I'd walk in with a few questions, ask him and shut up. You know, and, <laughs> and just, just listen. Because anything right. he says would be a whole lot better than anything yes. I would say. So he'd be one of those people I would just want to be as quiet as I possibly could and, and listen. Yeah, I, I love Lewis's writings. And uh, I've read... Uh, several of his books and and uh, mere Christianity is one yes. of those things that I just don't imagine you, you could probably read enough. Right. Um, I remember it falling into my lap years ago, uh, probably when I was uh, in my twenties, I guess. Uh, read it, devoured it. You know, uh, some things I did not understand when I first read it. Right. And I appreciate it so much more today. After years of pastoring and leading people, I see nuances of truth. Uh, within a sentence or a paragraph that I didn't see years ago. He's one of these guys that just, it unfolds and unfolds and unfolds. He can pack so much information right. in, in, a, in a sentence or two. And I said, oh, I wish I had that gift. You know, I do everything I can to try to make messages clear and, and succinct and memorable. But he had an ability to just uh, put things that were very complicated ideas yes. into a sim simple a format at least right. you could carry around with you. So that's a great answer. That would be a fascinating uh, conversation. So, yeah, thank you for that that great answer. Well, if you could uh, roll back time, Matt, and you could go back uh, to your 21-year-old self, mm. knowing what you know now <laughs> after 20, how many years? 26 years of marriage, you said? 21. Yeah, 21, 21 yeah. years of marriage. And your, your four wonderful children and all the things that you've experienced. And I'm sure you've had some – some good days and you've had some right. not so good days and you've had disappointments and you've had successes and you've had days of laughter and tears and, and all the different things. But if you could sit down with Matt at 21 and say, Matt, I'm kind of like a father. Here's some things I want you to know. Here's some things I want you to, uh, to think through. Uh, what would you, what's one or two things that you would love to tell Matt? Say, Matt, don't take things so personally, hmm. you know, just because things didn't happen the way that you thought them, it was not a personal affront to you. Yeah. Um, you just need to relax a little bit. Uh, find, you know, find that time where you can just unwind. Um, even in the sometimes I, f I find myself really tense um, yeah. and, and trying to figure out, okay, what could I have done better? And sometimes I did my best. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes when people didn't respond the way that I, th I thought they, they would, uh, to just say, okay, it's all right. Yeah. And to say, again, don't take everything so personally. Yeah. So you look back on life and you realize that uh, things overall work out. Yes. Just uh, keep your heart in tune with, with right. God and, and an attitude of prayer and humility. And most of the time things work out pretty that's good. That's right. Yeah. Boy, I remember that, man. That's, <laughs> that'd be one of the things I think I would say to myself, too. I've wasted so many good days right. stressed over things, right. uh, worried about things that actually never happened. Mm -hmm. And I was exactly. so worried about it. And what if this happens? And what if that happens? And, and it right. never did. And I wasted some wonderful opportunities with my kids when they were little or, you know, with my wife. A night we could have had a wonderful 
you know, dates or, or whatever and, you know, worried about something the next day and it never happened. Right. You know, so relax and calm down. So how do you how do you balance? I mean, you're obviously a very busy guy, uh, you, you know, all the responsibilities you have four kids, uh, one, of course, married, moved you know, right. away. But how do you balance and your wife also in, in a career of her own and successful in what she's doing? How do you keep all that together? Do you have a rhythm that you've learned how to do? Do you keep a day off every week? Do you, how do you, how do you work it? I don't do it as well as I should. Okay. And uh, again, sometimes I I shut down where I probably be, should be more interacting uh, with the family. Yeah. Um, but uh, we do have a good relationship. And one of the things that's neat with my family is that um, most of them work for me during the summer. <laughs> oh so yes, you keep both, your, your uh, two of my my both of my girls are counselors uh, for me, excellent, and have been for a long time. And and then uh, my seven year old, when summer rolls around, we just open the door, and she is one of the campers and right. uh, just loves it. And, uh, and sometimes I have to tell her at the, on the weekends, I said, "This is your bed. Yeah. You need to sleep in here. You can't <laughs> stay in a bunkhouse tonight." So uh, she was actually born. Um, at the end of one of our uh, summer camp weeks, she came a little bit early. Yeah. We weren't expecting her, uh, to, so she this all she's ever known is is Camp Kale. So that's kind of neat, and she loves it. She eats it yeah, up. That's great. All right, so you keep your family involved with what you do. Yes, sir. So you get a chance to spend time with them at work, which yes, is sir. which is a great thing. Right. Yeah. And living right there on campus, oh, um, yeah. so it's. It's one of those things where we don't always break away as, as yeah, much as we should. Sure, sure. Uh, Again, that sounds very similar to, to being a pastor of a church. Right. You know, you, my kids have always been involved in what we do. Uh, my wife, Lana, is very involved here. She's on staff at our, our church now. And um, we've had to learn how to balance some of that. And, you know, we've had years we've done a good job with it. We've had years we look back and go, okay, we got to do better next year. Right. You know, we've been too busy, yes. too occupied. And uh, so it's it's an ongoing, evolving process of learning. Right. So, well, Matt, it's been awesome to have you here. Thank you for yes, what sir. you're doing at Camp Kale. Thank you for how you're impacting literally hundreds and hundreds of uh, kids. Campkale.com is the best way yes, sir. Uh, for them to find out more about Camp Kale. I assume you have an email that's listed there if anybody wanted to email info you. Info at campkale.com. Okay, so info at campkale.com will go directly to you. If they have questions about, you know, Summer becoming camp, a camp rentals. counselor. Or, yeah, yep, okay. whatever. That's excellent. And how far in advance, just a quick question I just thought of, how far in advance does someone need to know or you would need to know to get them a place for the camp? Like is it booked up pretty quickly? Um, or Actually, you, you need to go ahead and register. We okay. do have, uh, like our teen week is already full. Okay. And uh, we do have some sessions uh uh, based on gender, like our one of our weeks, our boys are, are full, and we still mm-hmm. have spots for some girls. Okay. So, actually, Facebook, if you like us on Facebook, okay. um, there's a lot. So of, we actually kill. have a graphic that tells what weeks are full right oh, now on that's Facebook. Perfect. So Easy for we try to, to put a lot of information out that way through social media. Great. All right, Matt, thanks again for being yes, with us, and I'm hopeful that some people will uh, you know, kind of follow you on Facebook, check out campkale.com. Uh, go to the Facebook page, like it, and kind of follow. And even if, you know, even if they're not, um, uh, maybe they're not in the age bracket, you know, where they have kids that would go to camp, but they've no doubt got some friends, uh, some people listening who attend other churches and didn't even know anything about Camp right. Kale. Uh, they've got some kids. And, and what I think, I talk to a lot of pastors who serve in small churches and they, they don't have a student pastor or a youth group really, but they've got four or five, you know, teenagers in that church. Um and they're looking for a good place mm-hmm. for them to connect. They could just exactly. piggyback with what you guys are doing and go, hey, here's my kids and, you know, 
let them have a great experience for the week. So, and then also, you know, if you ever want to do missions or volunteer work, Kale's a great place to come out and do that. Excellent, great. All right, Matt. Thanks again, man. Have an awesome thanks afternoon, for me. and I uh, appreciate your time. Yes, sir.